At the T-minus three-minute mark, tape recorders on board the spacecraft were turned on. These recorders record both voice and data. WMMLP operating out of Burlington, Vermont, 105.9 The Radiator. It's a rocket shop. Good evening. I'm your host, Tom Proctor. With me tonight is 8084. How's it going, guys? Great. 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 Thank you. Uh, can we get some quick introductions of uh, who's, who's here this evening? I will start because I'm closest to you, and I think that's why I have to start. Right? <laughs> so, um, great accent. Is that? You're, no, I've been putting it on this entire time. It's 29 years of running. <laughs> Wonderful. So, wish I could do that. <laughs> but uh, Randy Smith, uh, um, the um, one of the original members, founder, and uh, the lead vocalist. Wonderful. Andre McCarrow, one of the almost original members <laughs> and almost founders. Yeah, you're yeah. you're a founder. That's yeah, true. Yeah, I came I came in like two months. Your into father. The band. And your two two months into the band, I, I joined. Okay, I'd say that's that's pretty. Grant, yeah, granted, it was thirty. 36 years ago, so I guess they, they grandfathered me in. Do you still feel like an outsider? You know, every day I get up and I think, you know, <laughs> today's the day. I yeah. feel like one of them. <laughs> <laughs> and here's the new guy over Speaking here. Oh, the yeah, I you got a new one. <laughs> Ryan Malroot. I'm the new guy. Oh, wonderful. Can you hear Ryan okay over there? Is that... Yeah, I was going to say. Is that a cardioid or is that... A, is, it's a condenser. Is, is it a cardioid? Okay. We'll sort of split the difference here. You'll feel a slight tingling in your extremities. This is perfectly normal. There we go. <laughs> and as always, we've got Bob in the background making sure everything sounds great. Um, guys, I like to start off with a song usually just so people have got a good idea of uh, who, who they're listening to. Uh, so do you want to introduce your first track and take it away? Wow, we're going to play? Oh, music. I mean, like music? Music. Yeah. What do you guys want to do first? Which one? Let's do home. You do home first. Let's a little do more home update. because we're every you know we're, we're kind of home. It's we're Burlington. We're home. We are home. Burlington is home. It is now. So. Uh, i 
not to sing right into the mic. How did I do? <laughs> I am three inches from the mic here, folks, so I'm uh, turning my head. And what are you doing there? I'm averting I, my head. I look like a, <laughs> I'm doing my Joe Cocker thing. So. Anyway, for there with uh, Home, and uh, Randy, was, as you mentioned in your voice, you've got a quite a powerful set of lungs there. Uh, so say after 30 years, is that, is that waned or has that just increased? You're like a bodybuilder who's uh, after after so much practice that's really got. you know that's really interesting that's a really good question it's actually i think i'm probably better now than i was 30 years ago oh yeah um it just takes more time to get up in the morning to work <laughs> at it so uh, but i have to keep doing uh, you know i have to work harder at it now yeah what do you so would you say it's because you do work harder at your your vocal uh practices now and maybe 30 years ago you're slightly 
More about the rock and roll lifestyle? Uh, yeah, you got that. <laughs> so, you know, 30 years ago, the idea of practice was uh, usually a shot of tequila. But mm -hmm. um, I'm pretty good at that, too. <laughs> but, um, no, now it's, uh, um, you know, it's, it's uh, paying attention to your craft. Mm -hmm. You know, I can't just wing it like I used to. So I have to prepare and, and do things. And I think because of that and trying to take care of myself, mm -hmm. uh, my health and so forth, I think it's, it's uh, made me stronger than I was before. So I'm even, I surprise myself sometimes. Yeah. So, but thank you, that's a very nice compliment. No, um, you guys are, are coming this evening uh, partly to promote the uh, campaign of Love Not Hate, um, which I've got a beautiful sticker with me right now. Um, and this is happening on July the 13th. Would someone like to tell me a little bit about what this is about? Oh, Andre. Well, you know, there's an old Steve Martin joke Sure, there's war, there's pestilence, starvation in the world, but what can we do about it? We're not folk singers. Well, we, we kind of actually kind of put that on its ear. We decided we we're going to use music as a medium to, to prevent, to prevent, yeah, promote, not prevent, the exact opposite, uh, to promote goodwill and just sort mm -hmm. of togetherness in a bipartisan, not, not, no political affiliation. You could be, you know, you could be Bernie, you could be Ted Nugent, you could be anybody. You're all welcome at our show, but we want to try to bring people together in, in a positive way and and look, look what we have in common as opposed to what our differences are. And that's really just brings sort of a synopsis of everything. Just, I think if people actually communicate on a one-to-one -one level, we'd be surprised at how much we do have in common. Same number of arms, same number of legs. You count the chromosomes, strikingly similar. Although there are a few people on the right I would question. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Interesting coming, yeah. All due respect, bless their hearts. Um, so is this a festival? Is this a one-off gig? What's, uh, how's the format well, going to be? What we've done is we, we really just started putting this together about five months ago. So um, we've been taking our time trying to plan this out so it would, it would work effectively. And uh, just got done doing a uh, show at High Ground, and uh, we'll do the 13th in, in Rutland. We have a... Uh, show this winter at the Paramount Theater in Rutland, and there's a bunch of things in between we're working on. But we're not trying to, it's not where we're trying to go out and play to make money. Mm -hmm. and we're not trying to go out to play because we need it for our egos. We want it to be each, each, um, each show to be kind of an event. So um, if we play once or twice a month, um, that's perfect mm -hmm. for what we're trying to do. So, um, and because there's a lot of background work that has to be done prior to, sorry, Buck. Um, prior to um, being able to um, to get on stage there, um, you know, we're trying to align ourselves with a local uh, community or charity in the mm -hmm. area to be able to help bring attention to their cause and raise money. And um, so there's a lot of a lot of legwork that needs to be done beforehand. So it's not just a matter of uh, uh, hey, let's getting go on do stage. this show. Mm -hmm. Getting on stage or and we're not doing the the bar scene anymore. We're mm -hmm. not doing anything like that. I mean, higher grounds, yeah, they had alcohol and Paramount they have alcohol but it's not it's a bar it's a scene it, it, it's <laughs> not it's more of a theater based show and um, eventually we're working towards a multimedia uh, facet to this too so um, you know we're just we're very lucky if you think about it how many bands do you have that that have been together for 36 years I mean, that's amazing mm -hmm. I mean and I know we look like it's 46 years, but, <laughs> but the good thing about this is that we still, we really care, and we've, we've been very fortunate to be able to have a great fan base and do this, and now we're at a point in our lives where it's time to, you know, it's not like we can, it, we're not a political band, but we feel like there's something we can do to help try to provide some good in the world. Yeah. Uh, do you mentioned, you know, not many bands have been together for, for 30 odd years. Uh, why, why do you reckon you guys uh, kind of booked the, the trend for rock and roll bands, especially 
80s rock and roll bands. I mean, you've got a pretty, pretty big reputation of 80s rock and roll bands kind of burning out very quickly. So wh- why did you guys manage to There you go. There you well, go. you know, so. I, I, I think, I think we, we love the music so much. It's, as cliche as that sounds, we just, it's, it, to me, it was always a privilege to be on stage. So, you know, we, we, have, we sort of eschewed a lot, a lot of the, uh, the negative affectations that come along with rock. You know, we never, you know, we didn't, we didn't have any debilitating uh, uh, substance issues. We didn't, you know, we, we just, you get, you get off so much on making music that I, I, never, I never sought escapism because, you know, why would you want to escape from, this? it's an e-ticket ride, why would you want to escape from that? Mm-hmm. So to me, it's always, again, it's, it's a privilege and be, you know, to, to, to play music. The fact that people come to see us, I mean, that's, that's an honor. Mm-hmm. That's and, and that's something that you know few people get to experience. So, you know, I, you know, I count my blessings every day that I've been able to parlay this into, you know, having a recording studio, having you know, being able to make music for that's that's my career, that's my life, and you know, you know it's it's amazing. So, yeah, you know, I, mean, I'm just, I think I'm that's just what it is. It's recognizing how fortunate we are as human beings. You know, we we get tied up on a day to day basis. You know, you drive somebody gets close to your bumper so you slam on your brakes and you flip them off and all that kind of stuff think about how insignificant that really is um you know we're very lucky to have what we have and we're only here for a short period of time why the heck are we fighting it doesn't make a lot of sense so um andre said you know it is a privilege to be able to still be able to do this and um you know if it weren't for geritol i don't know what i'd do but yeah they still (laughs) make that (laughs) I don't know. <laughs> Depends. What? What? <laughs> Wait a minute. How'd you know? No. And uh, you're saying, you know, 30 years and you like, you want to kind of give back. And uh, you're mentioning you, you're looking to working with some charities for the, for the Love Not Hate gigs. Um, what kind of charities have you got your eye on at the moment? Who yeah, are you just, thinking about? We just finished working. Um, Higher Ground Show was to bring awareness to the Vermont Food Bank. Mm-hmm. And we teamed up with them. Uh, as we go forward here, um, there's a couple of places in, uh, you know, um, Ru- the Rutland area that we're trying to decide which one would be the best for this show. We haven't picked that out yet, but we're, we're close. Um, but it really depends on where we are in the area. And this kind of started, um, the idea of this started years ago when, you know, I was just doing more of a singer-songwriter thing um, and uh, went into a town and there was a family that um, had lost everything to a fire. Everything. I and mean, they had nothing. And... Uh, we were able to raise, uh, you know, a couple thousand dollars for them one night. And, I mean, that's, that's big. And they were crying, at, you know, just overjoyed with the amount of uh, just the love that people were putting out there. And I realized that this is a cool thing to do. Mm-hmm. This is really cool. So if we can... It's all self-serving, really. We just want to feel good about ourselves. <laughs> well, and, and, and there's nothing the wrong with that. If you think about it, there's really nothing wrong with that because... Um, if you feel good about yourself and you're, and you're putting out good stuff, you're going to get good stuff back, and mm-hmm. people are going to. It's a karmic cycle, is what it is. Mm-hmm. It really is. True. Have you have you tried the karmic cycle? It's very good. Mm-hmm. Um, Cleansing. I, I really like the kombucha. Uh, oh. That's usually good. Too, that's that's so. Ryan. That's Ryan Street there. Um, kind of uh, keeping uh, keeping an eye on the time here. Sorry, guys. Want to hear a couple more songs before uh, we have to move on to the next artist? You guys want to introduce your next song? I thought you were going to say the next artist. <laughs> not quite yet, not quite yet. We can I make li- something up if you like. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, we can do... Uh, this is a song... Um, this is this is like the exact opposite of our... our <laughs> we, I mean, acoustic you, is like the antithesis mm-hmm. of what we do, so... People are... <laughs> you know, people want to hear Journey and ACDC, <laughs> and it's like, you know, that that's the kind of time. 
<laughs> so, and, and, it, and it has a time, and Andre said something, um, I don't know if you, this is yours, but he, it, it stuck with me for many years. He said, it's, it's okay to look back, just don't stare. Mm. And that's what I think a lot of people do with the 80s. And, and we like to think of ourselves, and I think we, some people miss this, is that we, we are evolving. As, yeah. as people and as musicians and it um, all got us to be where we are right now you know mm -hmm. whether you know the 80s people kind of look back and kind of chuckle about the 80s but man if you were there it was a it was a hell of a ride it was a lot of fun <laughs> well the, the, the haircuts kind of show that much to be fair oh yeah <laughs> yeah try not to <laughs> I see, see, I've seen a picture of you guys back then yeah, well, uh, you know we kept there was this company called uh, they put out this product called Stiff Stuff and that stuff man we had cases of that stuff. It was yeah. hairspray. Yeah. Oh, oh, you need the hairspray. Hairspray. It was hairspray. Should have gone with Aquanet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, when you said the uh, the Steve Martin thing, I was sure I was sure you were going to say cans. They don't like, like the, the cans. cans. But, uh, you know, that guy lives right up the next town from me. He does. And Emmett Walsh. Yeah. <laughs> All right, this is a song, like Andre said. Yeah, yeah, sorry, like, slightly sidetracked there. You know, 30 years you go off on yeah. tangents. Our, our life is, is just a series of tangents. That's all it is. Okay, I'm going to reel this one back in. Well, we're, yeah, we're a little senile, so this starts going So, so next tangents. song. That's what we went for 30 years. It's just mostly just tangents. It would have been about six years, but we just keep going and veering off in different directions. All right, so this, this is a tune that uh, uh, I wrote a few years ago that... Um, um, it came to me, it was a really a funny way, it kind of wrote itself. It was done in 20 minutes. Mm. So, and that doesn't usually happen, so I, I like to think that, you know, somebody was talking through me. <laughs> so, um, because I couldn't come up with this that quickly. So, but it's, uh, you'll hear the story. It's about a woman that's, uh, you know, lived her life and um, it hasn't worked out quite the way she wanted it to go. So, mm. ready? What's it called? It's called Yesterday. Yesterday, not Paul McCartney. <laughs> she likes to sleep in late on Sunday. She moved a boy she knew in school. Paints a portrait of her lifetime. The colors of a fool. As time goes by. Looking for tomorrow, yesterday. Go to rusty piece of wire from a beach in Opie Town. Reminds her of that lazy summer and how our life is turned around as time goes by. i 
She keeps all photos in a scrapbook When her son went off to war And she still gossips to her neighbors But is never walking through that door that with yesterday um so guys i uh, i was looking at some of your uh your recent work and i noticed that your last album came out in last year 2017 uh when angels slip away and that was after 11 year hiatus so i was kind of curious is what what got you guys back in the studio well <laughs> we lost a bet no <laughs> no i uh, i moved to uh I, I picked up my family. We moved to North Carolina, Charlotte, North Carolina. Okay. I, I needed uh, I needed a bit of a break and um, um, went there and uh, kind of uh, enjoyed it for a while. Mm -hmm. Missed Vermont and came back and did some reunion shows and things like that. But uh, at one point, I, I became sick with a uh, had something called Graves' disease. Anyway, I mm -hmm. passed that now and so forth. But um, it started making me think that you know I'm not going to live forever. And, mm. and so, and, and uh, we did a show, and Andre and I have been best buds forever. I mean, just been really close. So, He's a lucky man. I am a very <laughs> lucky man. So we, um, we basically, uh, you know, I got back here, we moved back here, and my wife and I bought a house, and we, Andre and I right away started thinking, let's start writing. Mm -hmm. And so we, that's the first, the Why was the first song we came out with. And, and now we're, we're planning to do more music and release the entire 8084 catalog on uh, on iTunes and so forth. So wherever fine music is sold, it's just a, it's mm. a, it's a, uh, it's a. I, I like making music with mm -hmm. these guys. It's, it's. I don't want to work with anybody else. I want to work it's, with these guys. And it's Rye, like a comfortable pair of shoes, you know. After mm. after so long, you just 
You just put them on, they just feel right. Mm -hmm. And we haven't even mentioned Rye uh, at the beginning, but Rye is just, you know, he fit, fits right into our whole, the way we work, and we mm -hmm. feel like he's already a brother of ours, and he's only been with us for, you know, five, six months now. So. It's yes, called sir. Spinal Tap. Was it the, he's the lukewarm water between fire and ice. <laughs> <laughs> so, Rye, how did you get involved with the band? Pardon? How did you get involved with the band? Where, how did you get uh, brought, into the, brought into the fold? The right? <laughs> known the guys forever. I've worked with Andre off and on for years and uh, got a phone call one day and it's like, where do I sign? So oh, right. was it was that easy. And, um, and are you, does the whole band come together with a creative process or is it, is it just you two that kind of sit down in a room and hash something out or is it just one of you? Yeah, well, it depends. It's some certain songs, you know, in sort of it's, it's sort of a collective group effort and sometimes randy will have an idea and he'll he'll send it to me and you know i have the luxury i own a recording studio mm -hmm. Street digital so i mean i could just i walk downstairs and i'm you know i've got a nice nice facility to work in um mm -hmm. which is you know once again makes it easier for us as a band so we're not thinking about we need to save money up to record or do anything like that so it's kind of a it's it's a very organic at your leisure process. We there's no we don't go in with a game plan. Mm -hmm. um, again, so, you know, some somebody will have a germ of an idea. Um, you know, sometimes you know the last song why we wrote well, Randy Frank and I were just sitting in the control room in the studio, and uh, we in fact we ended up using the the rhythm guitar track and a bass track, the scratch tracks that we did that day ended up making it on the final on the final track. In fact, I tried to recreate the, the mindset that we were in. Mm. <laughs> and sometimes what we call chasing the demo. You can't quite, mm. you know, there's there's a certain loose feel thing to it. And we just, I, I couldn't get that. And so I ended up using the scratch tracks. And that's, you know, the beauty of recording now with digital mm. recording is you can just, you keep you keep everything. You never know what's going to end up, uh, you know, just having, there was something about that track that I just, I couldn't do better. Mm -hmm. I was going to mention that, actually, um, as you've been going for 30 years, um, and the, the, the kind of landscape of music's changed so much, not only with uh, the way that you record things and the fact that you know, it's digital, so you know you can pretty much record anything at any time. It's not going to cost you any extra money. Um, also, the way you promote your songs and promote your image and marketing. So how have you, how have you felt transitioning through the, that kind of uh, the, the, the new media, if you will? Well, seeing that I own a digital marketing company, it helps. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, it's so like quite well, the yeah. which came first. It's, really, it's like we're cheating, isn't it? <laughs> and he has a studio. We're kind of cheating. We get, you know, so, um, it's interesting because when we first recorded, our first release was a vinyl 45. Mm. And uh, we played the, packed uh, the, thin, uh, the Flynn Theater. We sold out the Flynn, and, and that was... That was funny back then. Um, I may or may not have been wearing leg warmers, but mm -hmm. um, but we um, that's how it started. And at that time, for me to work, um, I had a little four-track recorder, and then I had um, a Walkman, mm -hmm. and that's how I record my. I, still, I I actually still have my Walkman that I keep in a drawer in my studio. So when I want, if I have an idea, I don't, I don't. I don't plug into stuff. I mm -hmm. just kind of sing it into the Walkman or play yeah. the Walkman because I want to, you know, keep that part of my brain detached from the, you so know, things the, have, the thinking process. Yeah, things have changed. We've gone from you know tape to, to digital, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, and I confess I will use my phone sometimes. So. Okay. <laughs> Accent on that note. <laughs> so, but that's a that's a good question. It's a it, there's usually a germ of an idea, yeah. and then we bring it to the band because. I think we all at a place in our, uh, our lives now that we're very comfortable where we are as mm -hmm. humans, with, especially with each other. And there's not one person trying to be the pecking order anymore. Mm -hmm. you know, well, yeah, I think you, you also you develop a sense of honesty, and, and you have a you have a 
a repartee that you develop over the years, mm -hmm. and, and there's a, almost like a verbal shorthand. You, you kind of go, eh, maybe that's not the best way to mm -hmm. approach the song. And, but we can say that to each other now because we have enough respect for each other. Where you know it's not it's not a personal thing, it, and nobody takes it that way. You know, if 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 uh, you know, I always say the song. If you listen, if you're willing to listen, the song will tell you what it wants. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, sometimes we'll we'll try. I'll throw anything at the wall, see what sticks. And sometimes great ideas sound sound good, good on paper. Mm -hmm. But then you you put them in in, in a song like, yeah. oh that's really awful. That, that harmony should work, but it doesn't. And again, we you know we don't have a problem. You know, cutting room floor, littered with you know brilliant ideas. Yeah, yeah. Um, we got about time for one more song. If you guys like to promote what's coming up once again, just so everyone everyone knows when to see you and where to see you. Do we have one more song? And do you have one more song <laughs> that we rehearse? You know, we you know we did rehearse too. I mean, we could. You go for a classic if you want. Oh, oof. Uh, uh, <laughs> hold on here. Hold on. I'm not saying we won't. This is on the spot, you know, kind of a thing. So, um, um, hmm. Learning to live? Can we do that acoustically? I don't know. I'm not sure. Hmm. Let's find out. Yeah, let's try it. <laughs> We've never tried to do this acoustically. You know, so this is a it's first. Kind of so you know, if it if it really you know stinks, um, it was your idea. You can blame me. I'll I'll I'll, I'll take it. And if it's great, yeah. it's and if it's great, it's Rice idea. So, so. All right. Um, so eight oh eight four. Yeah, this is a song. It's called Learning to Live. Um, this is a, a little autobiographical from my um, uh, my early part of the. Uh, uh, somewhere around 2001, 2002. Okay. And uh, sometimes I think we, we in, in parts of our life, we get to places, don't lose your desk, that would really be bad. Um, so, um, you know, we get to places in our life where we uh, we all get there, where we're a little confused. Mm -hmm. And um, sometimes people, what's that? This should be interesting. I can't imagine this, this song could be fun. This, this is going to be a fun experiment. <laughs> I'm looking forward to hearing it. Upbeat. I can carry it. I mean, I if walls could talk and speak their minds We'd have nothing else left to hide From you and I, the monsters in our minds And our words are often left unsaid Our memories locked inside our heads Till it seems too late And every day I close my eyes Imagine life without these ties And I
Nobody poked their eyes out. That was definitely Rye's idea, that one. Yes, <laughs> 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 Rye's idea. Yeah. Um, well, thank you guys so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. And um, I really hope that the uh, the SAGIC go really well. And that you're going to get back in the recording studio, su- recording studio soon. Yeah, and, actually, uh, we'll be back. We'll be there tonight. Yeah, he'll there be we there go. Tonight. We'll be, be back soon. We'll be there all week. <laughs> We've got some new material we're going to work on. So uh, expect something out of us. And uh, a lot of shows... Uh, throughout Vermont, uh, mm-hmm. Massachusetts, Boston area, things like that. So Wonderful. thank you so much for having thank me. No for worries, having no us. worries. It's always nice to be had. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Come in at any time. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thanks, Tom. Fun stuff. Thank you, man. No really worries. Coming in next, we've got Jesse Taylor. Um, we'll be right back.